Hey everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of the new in real estate podcast. If you are watching on YouTube, you can see that I have a very special guest today. This is Kevin. Uh, Kevin was a part of our team and for many years he was my partner in crime. Yeah. My wingman. So today I figure that we'd come to you to share with you a very special, crazy real estate story because, you know, many years going out in the field together, door knocking, going on appointments, we have encountered so many things that we just have to share this with you to bring you a different perspective for real estate. Exactly. So, Kevin, for those that don't know who you are, can you share perhaps how we met, maybe how you found Team BC? Yeah, of course. And uh, thanks again, Lloyda. Lloydies, for having me on here. I'm glad to be on. And uh, I'll try to give you the short version as short as I possibly can. But uh, I, like many other uh, you who might be watching now, was just thinking about getting into real estate. I didn't really, uh, wasn't really sure to, I wasn't familiar with the industry and I didn't know where to look. And that's when I came across Lloyda and Brian. And I started going down that rabbit hole of just finding out more information and, and them two being one of the influencers I was watching a lot of. Uh, I remember meeting Lloyd and Brian for the first time at a San Diego event for Realtors. What, what year it? was that? I think it was like 2017. Yeah. And I don't know what, uh, what was the name of it I don't know. It was like the San Diego Association of Realtors Expo or something like right. that. Right. It was like a real legit one. And I just remember going up to you and Brian very <laughs> nervously just approaching you. Because at that time, I wasn't... I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And and I just came up to you guys just like, Hi, are you Lloyda? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. I remember Kevin... <laughs> Specifically, still, I can see it in my mind. He was by one of the glass doors that leads you inside of the entire expo. And he was just there, like by himself in the corner. And then I was just walking, looking for Brian. And then Kevin comes up and he was like, hi, Lloyda. I follow you guys on YouTube. Hi, I'm awkward. Hi. Hi, I've seen you on the internet. Hi. <laughs> yeah, but... So that was the first yeah. time that, that we met. And then after that, um, Team BC started to expand. Out here in LA, we were looking to, to bring on more agents. So I remember Brian put out an application and you filled out that application. And we had a lot of people that submitted that. But Kevin's really stood out because every single question that was on that application he really took the time to to answer it right i spent four hours filling out that application wow yeah i i told like remember calling my girlfriend at the time telling her hey don't bother me for anything i'm gonna be in the middle of <laughs> filling some things out and it was like only what 10 15 questions yeah yeah and it took a long time it was very mm -hmm. thorough and uh, a lot of that really comes from me remembering and i think i've only told brian this and of course, my girlfriend at the time, this, but when I was thinking about getting into real estate and I saw Brian's video, the first one about real estate expectations versus reality, I, I loved what he was saying. And I said to myself, I called my girlfriend and I was like, hey, there's this guy here in Downey. I'm going to join real estate and I'm going to be on his team. And I remember, wow. yeah. And I remember saying that and just 
so when that opportunity came up, of course I was gonna go <laughs> like, ham. I'm gonna be like, oh, this is like I gotta, I gotta really go hard on this. Yes, yeah, and I remember because we did get a lot of people that that submitted their application. Some of them answered with just one word, and then you, it was like you took the time, and you could tell that you took the time. Yeah. So that's kind of how we brought Kevin onto the team. And what you see now is completely different from how when he started. So you have grown so much as a person with your confidence, with your speaking abilities, your listening skills, right? Yes, yeah. It's been a lot. <laughs> so, um, so now you have a little bit of background from Kevin. So now I want to jump into this crazy story. Because Kevin... Like I said in the beginning, he would go with me everywhere. He was literally my partner in crime. If I set an appointment or if I needed to go somewhere, I'd be like, Kevin, can you come? He'd be like, what time? Yeah. What oh, time? Yeah. Where, where do you want me to be? Yeah. So this specific story happened two years ago. I remember I was cold calling for sale by owners on a Saturday in December. And it was Saturday, like eight o'clock. And the reason that I was calling Fizzbowls that late is because in my mind, I'm like, I want to bug these people so that they see that they need to hire a real estate agent. Of course. So I spoke to a gentleman and it was maybe like the last week. It was right after Christmas in December 20, uh, 2017. So he had a house out here in the city of Downey. And he said, yeah, you know, I want to sell it because I need to move to Irvine and I'm going to be renting out there. I did so many upgrades to the house. So I spoke to him. We had a really good conversation and I set the appointment. I was like, okay, let's get together. How about January? I think it was like the very first uh, Saturday in January. So right after the new year. So I told Kevin, hey, Kevin, I set an appointment for, for Saturday. Are you available to go with me? He was like, yeah. Naturally, yes. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> so we go to the appointment, the husband, the wife, all of the decision makers, or so we thought, were there. So we get the tour of the house. We know that they're motivated. We had briefly talked about the price. And we did our listing presentation. We had the contracts there. It was myself. Kevin, the husband, the wife, and then the kids that were just kind of like rolling around in the living room. So as we are wrapping, I forget about the kids. I forget the kids were there the whole time, right? Yeah. I, now that I remember, imagine those kids may, maybe are traumatized. I, I'm just remembering that those kids were there the whole time, and this is gonna make a little bit more sense in a little bit. But yeah. Yes. So so we're getting towards the end. Um, asking for the clothes, you know? Okay, so you, let's get the ball rolling. We're here now. You just have to sign here, here, here. You are on board. Your wife is on board. Yes, yes, okay. So then the husband, he like picks up the pen because I remember he picked up the pen, right? Yeah, but they had pen to paper. And, and right, even up to this point, you, we still have had to overcome some objections. But up to that point, we were it was still kind of like a, your normal sort of objections. Like, yeah. all right, we got this. Get around it. Yeah. Kind of thing. And then the husband comes out with, oh, well, you know what? We have our friend, our neighbor. He's the real estate guru. And um, we really just need his opinion. How would you describe how that went? Oh, we? that was like a whole, that is the, the, the shift. That was a pinnacle in the, in, in the whole story where normal, it was a normal listening presentation to now, this is not normal. Wait, what? You need to speak to your neighbor about seeing if you should sign off on this or not or 
Even though they're not on title and they have nothing to do with the house. Right. And uh, I think we might have, like, talked about it a little. Like, we kind of told them, like, try to go around it. Yeah. One or two times. And then after a while, we're like, you know what? Whatever. We can, if we can handle you guys, we can handle anybody. Bring them on over. So we, we <laughs> basically said, where is he? Look down the street? Tell him to come over. Tell him to come over. And at this point, he's already, he's already has him on the phone, right? Yeah, he has him on the phone. And pretty much this real estate guru was saying, oh, they're charging you too much. And I know somebody else that will do it for less and they'll do it faster and all this other stuff. So this was all over the phone. So, of course, if we're going to handle any objections from someone else that's not even a decision maker, now apparently they are a decision maker. So we'd rather handle those objections in person. That's why we told the guy, okay, if you're here, just come on over and we can talk in person. Now, even prior to that, we were handling like every single objection that, that these people were throwing at us. And at one point, I remember I even called Brian to, to get in on the call because I was like, am I running out of things to say or like, how, how do we even go about this? So I remember Brian talked to the seller. Then at that point, it's like, okay, yeah, we're on board. But no, they weren't on board. And, and when Brian was talking to them, prior to that, I had already, because he, he came over already, right, at this point? And, um, or did we call Brian? It was, Brian was before. Be- it, before he came over. Before the, the real estate guru. Oh, that's right. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's so, right. So then the real estate guru comes over, because he was talking a whole lot of shit. Yeah. So he comes over and I thought, okay, well, he's here. Now he has to hear what we have to say and we'll be able to, you know, handle his objections and he's going to see the value that we bring and why we're here. So he comes in very like aggravated, pissed, average Joe Schmo. Shoulders up, hunched (laughs) over, has a hooded sweatshirt, man in his mid, I don't know, what would you say, mid... Mid forties, late forties, forties, yeah. And uh, yeah, hands. You said hands in his pocket, right? Yeah, yeah he it is. is just yeah, just, uh, yeah, not looking very confident or just not comfortable in general. Yeah. And he said, "Oh, they don't know what they're doing. They're here because they don't have any business going on. I know someone else that can do it for much less. I don't know if he said four percent or." Right, and and while he was being very aggro, as I would like to say, uh, you know, very aggressive. <laughs> yeah, very. We were still. He started off kind of softer, more like on the oh, you know, I just uh, just just uh, commission's too high, just just too high. I I know somebody who can do it for less, and we're still throwing objections at this guy too. Like, hey, listen, I know somebody who can do it for one percent or a flat fee of a thousand dollars, but at the end of the day, is that going to guarantee that they're going to get the results that they need and help them make move over yeah. to here to there right and and smoothly and and with the right professional but he no matter what we were saying yeah. to this gentleman he just didn't care i don't even want to call him the gentleman whatever and <laughs> everything was going through one year through the other throughout yeah. the other and then at that point that's when he started making some more like rude comments yeah. right Saying things like, oh, they're only here because they don't have any business, right? And I think that was the last thing he said uh, before. Because at this point, it was almost turning into like a bicker. It had yeah. escalated. He's already, he's already out there. 
And at this point, when he said that line of just like, oh, they're only here because they don't have any business. And then Lorda had just, I remember Lorda, he just got her brand new Porsche. And I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, so, yeah, we're not here because we don't have any business. How about that Porsche outside? I guess that's that's why we don't have any business, right? And you yeah. told him that. I told And I told him this. And then he's like, oh, that's that's a, that's a lease. <laughs> that's, he did say that. He's like, that's a lease. And... And I, and then I'm just thinking like, oh, you want the pinks? And then and then he, that's when he he gets up and, and he then goes. Everything just went zero okay, to a hundred. Yeah, that was like the like I called out like her having a Porsche and then this and that and and that's when he goes he goes, I'm like, you want to see the pinks? And he's like, and then he gets up off the couch. Mind you, this is like half the time he's already sitting on the couch and he gets up real strong, squares his shoulders, and. And he's like, and he says, oh, so you're saying just because I don't have a Porsche, I'm, I'm a loser? Or I, yeah, I, I, that's what he said, he right? He did like, say that. Like, I'm a loser or I, I'm not nothing? Or he got really offended. He took it the yeah. complete wrong way. And, and I'm sorry if I'm blowing up here and ruining oh, people's no, no. ears. Uh, but, and then, and then he, he came up to me, squared off with me. And mind you, this whole time we were having this interaction... I have my elbows propped to the side like this. Do you remember? I was like this. Kitchen, yeah. I had my my blazer on, you know, just kind of looking and talking you were and keeping talking, it professional, like talking to him with like my neck turned to the side sideways, not even squaring off with him. Yeah. And then that's when he gets up, and then immediately I'm like, this dude did not just square up with me because you know body <laughs> language. So I, you ready for the motion? Yes, you gotta see this. All right. He squares up, and I go take off my glasses, get up, and I'm like, what are you going to do? And then straight up, just what are you going to do? Right, yeah. in a little more of a serious tone. And then he he just stayed quiet, didn't say anything. The guy, uh, the homeowner at this point coming in, oh, guys, guys, let's just take it easy, all right? I respect both. Oh, by the way, through this whole little debacle of the freaking people <laughs> yes. of us going back and forth, the husband just there standing like an, can I say ass? Yeah. Just standing there like an he ass, was. just going, huh. Good point, Lloyda. Oh, but uh, you have a good point, too. Yeah. Oh, but Lloyda, this makes sense. Like, just That ask. was him the entire time, the seller. Right. So I get it. Square off, you know, glasses on the ground already. Tell him, what are you going to do? Seller comes in. Whoa, go, guys, take it easy. I tell him, hey, I got gloves in the car. Let's go. Because you did have gloves in yeah, the Yeah, I did have gloves because we do boxing. We, we train. Box. <laughs> and I'm thinking, all right, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this the right way. And I don't want to hurt you and I don't want to go to jail. And he says, and he, I said, we have gloves, gloves in the car. And this guy says, you have a gun in the car? You yeah. got a gun? And he starts reaching for his phone yes. or, or, or to call the cops. To, like, oh, I'm going to call the cops. And but at that point, we didn't know what was in his pocket. I just saw him reaching in his pocket for something. And at that point, I was like, oh, my gosh. I literally thought that that guy had a gun. So I remember I grabbed Kevin and I grabbed his glasses <laughs> from the counter. And I was like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> And I and I don't I don't I'm like I'm ready to fight so all I just feel is like a like a this like someone pulling and, and I'm just like oh okay guess we're getting out of here and yeah and then she's such a savage always gotta <laughs> leave the door open what's the last thing you say before we leave I was like if you change your mind you know how to get in hold get a hold of me or something like that. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, you, I think it was more along the lines of when you're ready to get serious, call me. Yeah, and then and then we ran out of the house. We ran to my car, and I was like, because at that point, I was like, I don't know if that dude had a gun in his pocket. I mean, he's he's struggling to get it out of his pocket. I'm cursing up a storm. I'm just like, forget so, this dude. So we're walking out. We get into my car. And I end up reversing out of the street so that I don't have to drive in front of that house because I'm like, if that guy has a gun, I have no idea what's going to happen next. 
And yeah, that was like the craziest story, the craziest thing that we yeah, have ever encountered, that I have ever encountered yeah. in person where I felt like my life was in danger. Yeah, I, I mean, I... And and then that's why it's kind of funny when you think about the kids were there the whole time. Yeah, yeah, like they two were. little toddlers just like playing the whole time, and then we're just over here like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was literally like an argument going back and forth, and. And in hindsight, when I think about it, that's that's really, it was an argument. So like moving forward again, yeah. it's just once you once you see things like that coming. And you already know that someone's stuck in their ways, mm-hmm. even if it's a special scenario where you're like, it's not even the sellers you're talking to anymore, yeah. right? And that was and that was very special. You have this guy coming out that's a neighbor, and now we're trying to convince the neighbor who's this name's not yeah. even on the title. Yeah. So now thinking back, it's I I, I think to myself and for yeah. everyone that's listening. Mm-hmm. It's that you'll know when you're in situations like that where you just need to walk away because it's not worth it. It's not worth it for your sanity, for your health, for your well-being. Because let's say even if we did proceed and that the owner did sign, imagine how many times this random real estate guru neighbor would intervene in absolutely everything that these people would sign. And you have to learn to, to have your mindset be so strong that you're like, okay, you know what? I have standards and I'm not going to lower my standards just because I want a deal or I need money desperately. Correct. Because it's going to hurt you in the end. Correct. Any last words, Kevin? That, that's exactly it. I mean, I, I'm over here getting out of my mind because I'm so furious now again just thinking about <laughs> <laughs> No, just kidding. But yeah, just you and you again. We know what we could have done better now. And again, it was just a very special, special situation. I remember texting Brian in the middle of that being like, 911, we need your help. Yeah. <laughs> and then us calling him after and him being like, it's a good thing I wasn't there. But I was freaking, you know. Yeah, <laughs> we left and we were both pissed. Kevin was super furious because, I mean, he really wanted to fight that dude. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> listen, I, I'm, in, I'm sure some of you can relate. I don't like bullies. I don't, you know, growing up, I had to deal with a lot of them. And when I see that type of guy come at me that way with that type of mentality and, and not even willing to listen or, or to even understand and, and his whole uh, demeanor yeah, was very much a bully mentality. And, and <clears throat> yeah, so yeah. I, I wasn't going to put up with that. So that's why I was really pissed. <laughs> yes. So there you have it. That is our crazy real estate story. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, and if you're watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you give this video a thumbs up and share it with someone else. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to this, you might want to watch the video because you're missing out on all of the different um, facial expressions and Kevin's acting. So make sure that you check out the YouTube video. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode.